This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hello and welcome to Evolve by Erica, the podcast. I am Erica Polsonelli, your host, and we are here to talk about all things spiritual, 5D, ascension, and beyond. Welcome. I'm so happy you are here. Come on in. Today, I'm so excited because I have someone really, really special to me as our guest today on the podcast. Her name is Kelly, and she's just such a beam of light, a special person, and she's been part of Evolve since the start and has such an amazing story to tell. So I'm excited for her to share with you her journey and now her journey into motherhood, spirituality, yoga, all of the things. So I want to welcome Kelly. Thank you, Erica. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here. So we've met, I mean, what? three or four years ago at this point? I think almost three. Three years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I want you to share a little bit about your journey and just your overall life before meditation, before yoga. Okay. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So before I started, you know, getting into kundalini and doing yoga meditation, um, I was a really big party girl. (laughs) I was very into some recreational things for lack of a better word um I partied a lot in college I wasn't very sure of myself and then I think it was around 2019 was when I found you um I was you know really working on like my physical body and then I just felt like something was missing so I needed like another piece of something and I started following you through like some girl that I know someone's husband or something you know um and then I saw you in Baked by the Ocean. And oh, I was like, oh my right. God, John, that's her. <laughs> and he's like, who? I'm like, in Kale X Kale. He's like, oh my God. I was like, I think but it's a sign. But you didn't say hi, did you? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember this. No, I didn't say hi. <laughs> I wish um, you did. No. So then I think, I just remember being in summer school because I'm a teacher. And I was in the gym, like walking with my class and I messaged you and I was like, hey, I'd love to try whatever you're doing. Um, And then it was all history from there. I mean, I think that the biggest thing that you have helped me with is my like um, my Xanax addiction. I think that was like one of the main reasons I wanted to come to you was because I was doing so well with my outside physical body, but like my internal and what I was like putting in my body was not okay. Cause I would take an Adderall and then I would take a Xanax to level out the anxiety from the Adderall and then I get tired. So then I'd have to take more. And it was this whole like roller coaster cycle. And now that I'm on the other side of it, I'm like, did I even really need any of those things? Yeah. Like I wish that when I was younger, I had these tools that you have given me that I, I I wish I had those when I was younger. So I could, could have used them instead of you know, destroy my body with things that, you know, really shouldn't have been in it. And those things are just like a band-aid. They don't fix things in the long run. And I think that the most important part of my journey is that I was able to get off of those prescription drugs without having to go to like rehab or do any of those things, which is totally okay. But I just didn't think, I guess I didn't really think I had a problem. And it was more, 
it was like for me and I just saw like this isn't working. Yeah. It's so powerful. And I remember you sharing this with me, like where you were before the practice and then, um, you know, diving into it and then being able to like find this power within you. And I just want to say for all listeners, you know, there is absolutely a time and a place for Western medicine. And if you're on Western medicine or you take prescription drugs, we're not here to tell you anything other than what your doctor is advising you to do or what your intuition is telling you to do. Um, But it is so cool because I think, and I share this all the time, very often in our society, we look outside ourselves and we don't think we could possibly be this powerful Mm -hmm. to be able to really heal ourselves, whether it's emotionally, physically, whatever, spiritually, whatever it may be. And I, I I love how you were truly able to do that. And you, for me, and the reason why I we have this deep connection is because I saw the potential of what this practice could do. I saw what it did for me. And then you were like the first person to like prove to me like, okay, like outside of myself, like, oh, wow, this is working for someone else and in big, humongous ways. And that was just, that helped me to push forward and be like, okay, Kelly has such an unbelievable success story. Like I need to continue to bring this to more people. So as much as you think I helped you, you've helped me tremendously. And that's where like that ripple effect begins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really powerful. It really is. And I remember like thinking like, this is silly. Like maybe this won't work. And then, you know. (laughs) Everyone has that moment. Our (laughs) ego comes in for a minute. Like, wait a minute. And then it started to work. And I literally haven't taken a Xanax in almost three years. And that was like my biggest thing that I wanted to get off of. Um, And I haven't even like wanted to touch it or nothing. Like now I can just, I know my breath is always there. If I need to sit down on the ground and touch the floor and just really breathe, like I can just do those things. And if people think it's weird, then I don't know. That's fine with me. I know. And then I bring a lot of that stuff um, into my classroom. And then now that I have a son, I hope to teach him a lot of these tools so that he has them if he ever needs them. That's so amazing. So tell us a little bit about like your spiritual awakening journey and where it led you to. Well, definitely led me to where I am right now, literally in this moment. Um, I feel like starting with you was definitely, you know, it was crazy. I had like, I was experiencing all these weird things. I think I told you like the tingling and like this energy just like bursting out of my head. And then you had to start wearing a headpiece. And I started to wear a headpiece. I find like a beanie is much better than the headband because it covers like the whole thing. Um, But, and then I told you the other day about my, the rocking side to side and back and forth. The pendulum. The pendulum. She activated that within herself. And that was like a, that was more recently. Um, That didn't used to happen all the time. The head tingling was something that happened like right away. Yeah. And I think that it literally just led me to where I am right now. And I don't, I don't think that I would have any of the things that I have now without this practice. And my, I think the main thing is my son. Um, I had a miscarriage back, you know, during the pandemic. So that was a whole, I was doing yoga teacher training. I didn't know I wanted to have a baby. We got pregnant. I was so excited and I was very naive because I didn't know, um, I didn't even think like this couldn't, this could possibly not work out. Right. Um, so I was like, you know, the doctor was like the second you pee on the stick, you start, you're like, where's the baby going to go to school? What are we, what, how are we going to decorate the room? He's like all these things. And then it comes crashing down because it gets taken yeah. away. Um, and that was a time that I really leaned into my practice. Yeah. Um, 
And I just, I think it was January of last year. I don't know. I'm not good with my years. Neither am I. Well, whatever. Time doesn't exist. Time doesn't exist. Yeah. It's a made up. It is. It's It's a human construct. It is. Yeah. Um, So whatever. I had the miscarriage and my practice really like helped me and the the yoga training really helped me because it was distracting from all the things that were going on. And then I think I was like in bad shape for a really long time. And I was still doing my practice, doing my things. I can't imagine how it would have been if I didn't have those things. Um, But then I think it was that December of 2020. Yeah, 2020, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Doesn't matter. But before I got pregnant again, I really just like sat down with myself and I was like, you can manifest this. Like you can manifest a baby. It may seem crazy, but we can do this. So I think it was like that new year, you did like a vision boarding thing and I had COVID. So I remember I was at home doing it. And from that day, it was new year's day. I was like, every morning I just sat down and I wrote, um, I br- I'm, I'm setting an intention for a healthy baby and a healthy pregnancy. And I didn't know which, m- much more beyond that. Like, should I manifest a boy? Should I manifest a girl? Mm-hmm. I was like, no, we're just going to manifest a healthy baby because yeah. it really didn't matter to me. Um, and then I literally did that every single day. I had like this crazy routine where I listened to like this one song and pick my cards and use my oil and my crystals. And I did it every morning and I wrote that intention down every morning and then... One morning, I was during meditation. This is actually really embarrassing. But I was like, ooh, like my boobs kind of hurt. And I lifted up my shirt in the mirror and I'm like, oh my God, like my nipples look weird. Like what's <laughs> happening? And then I was like, I think I'm just like going to go and take a pregnancy test. Like middle of the meditation. That's so funny. So my husband like runs into he the bedroom. He just knew. I just knew. My husband runs into the bedroom. He's like face down on the bed. I come out and I'm like, this like look on my face. He's like, are you pregnant? I'm like... I'm pregnant. And then it was like, okay, what do we, like, what do I do? Like, I didn't want to get excited because of what had happened. I was just going to say, yeah. It takes away having a miscarriage or like any type of pregnancy loss or whatever it might be. Like it really takes away from the, the first, that same joy wasn't there the first time I found that I was pregnant, if that makes sense. Yes, I was very happy, but I was very scared and I wasn't as naive because of what I had went through. Um, so then Every single day from the day I found out I was pregnant, I wrote, I set intention for a healthy pregnancy and a healthy baby. And then I used to say the longtime son mantra, but at the end I would say, um, what is it? And may the longtime sun shine upon you, may all and may the pure light within you. Then you guide your way safely to me. Oh, and that's what I, I would say that. every day. And now oh, here we are. He'll be five months tomorrow. Oh. And I have I had connected with some people through Evolve that have gone through similar things. And now they are pregnant or yeah. they have a baby. So it was really cool to help those women use what I used. And now they're pregnant. And like those types of tools. Yeah. It's so true. And I work with so many people who either have like fertility issues or just difficulty getting pregnant or going through the loss. And you're always that person that's like in the back of my mind to give other people I work with like that faith and that knowing that like what is destined for you is going to come to you. Mm -hmm. And it is hard because it's a trauma. It's a really big trauma. And I remember like you even released 
that energy like at the beach and you had to really get into this space of like being ready to mourning that loss and then stepping into the space of like, okay, I am ready now to manifest this and bring in, you kept talking about your spirit baby, Mm -hmm. attracting your spirit baby. And it's, it's, it's so powerful to be able to go through those emotions, use our breath to be able to heal what's stagnant and what we're holding on to, and then be able to use what we know about manifesting to call in what it is we do want. And you manifested such a beautiful little baby. I love him. He's so sweet. And I just had a thought. I think that it can get, manifesting is very confusing to me in the beginning. And I had bought this like book that I found in a time for karma called like manifesting made easy. And it just helps you manifest and makes a simple chart. Cause I always think you have to be so specific and you don't. You don't. Um, and I think it gets really when, when you should really like lean into your practice is when it gets really hard and the manifestation isn't happening. Mm. The work is happening and something's happening, but you don't have any results. And that's when you really need to stick to it. Yeah. Like I swore in November I was pregnant. I was like, Oh my God, I see there's 222 and 2727 and I was like 999 all these numbers and it was like no no and I got my period in November and it was like like every time I would get it it was just like the worst feeling and then all of those things that I saw were just building me up to that moment in February when I found out I was pregnant I have chills because I'm so happy you see that. And sometimes as a teacher, it's hard for me to explain that to other people. And you're really embodied in that belief because I have friends that will call me and be like, I saw all these signs and then I didn't get the job or whatever it may be that they're setting intention for. And it's like, but you receive those signs for a reason. Mm -hmm. There's something the universe is showing you that like it is in the works. And like we said before, there's, there's no such thing as time. We could say like time doesn't exist or how we've created time is in how the universe works and delivers it to us. So if you are receiving the signs, but you're not seeing that come into fruition yet, like don't give up right before the diamonds is revealed or whatever it is that you're setting intention for. It's so true. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because it is, it's like whenever you get a wink or a whisper, it's for a reason. It's never coincidence. There's always a meaning to it. And by leaning into that and having that faith helps you to release resistance so that you could get closer to what you want and enjoy the process. Because if we're sitting there stressing about it, that's just going to block you further. And I think it's a very exciting but scary process to find out that you're pregnant, right? So you're you're so excited. You're like, pee on the stick. Am I pregnant? Nope. Your heart is crushed. Next month, like you build up the same excitement, the same thing happens. Then it finally happens. And then like my, my thought was just like, I'm carrying around this baby and like he could come at any time. Like, and that was the part of the journey that was so exciting to me. I think that like knowing at any time, anything is possible. Mm -hmm. So this doesn't just have to do with like pregnancy, just in general, like literally the universe always has your back. And like, sometimes when I'm in like a bad place and people say that, I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then I go and I pick like a Gabby Bernstein card and I'm like, oh yes, here, here we are. That's such a good point though, because pregnancy is a great metaphor for that. Like one day you literally do not have a child on this earth. It's in, you know, that other realm. And then the next day your life completely changes with like 
the most in the most tremendous way. And in pregnancy, of course, we get a warning, right? We're growing, we know we have these symptoms, but it works in life as well. Like you never know when that opportunity is going to come or that huge change could be literally right around the corner. Your your life could change in a moment in a day. It's and you know, in every which way. And that's right. why it's so important to be grounded and in this present moment. That's so special. I commend you so deeply for your consistency. So in the beginning, I saw you like putting in the work literally every morning. Every morning I'd wake up and sometimes it was earlier than I'd wake up because you would be going to the city to work and I would have a tag on a story of a beautiful altar and a meditation practice that was happening and tags by Kelly. And now I see you as a mother and I just like cheer you on because I see you making your green juices every morning. I see you getting your meditation in every single morning, even more now than like I think during your pregnancy, now that you are a mom. And you don't know how many people say to me like, oh, forget about your meditation when you have a baby. Like forget. And I'm like, um, I actually have a lot of evidence to show you it's possible. (laughs) Kelly being one of them. So I want you to tell us how do you stay consistent? Because it's like you are such, like you are really such evidence to how this practice works, how to tuning in with yourself works, but it's consistency that is key and practicing every day. And that's why you've, been, as you shared, that's why you've been able to like get away from what was and into the now and into where you are right now and healing. So like, how do you stay consistent? It's really funny that you say that because I think I'm like the least consistent person like in general at anything. Um, but I, how do I stay so consistent? So it's my why. I think it's my why because my son, if there's a day that I, not every meditation every morning is like, I sit down with my cards and my crystals and, right. you know, um, sometimes it's just like me on the couch covered in spit up. <laughs> but you're getting it in. Yeah, but I'm getting it in. <laughs> um, I think what, it's my son, like, because I know that I'll, I show up a much better person after I do those things versus when I don't. And um, like right after I had him, my husband was like, go meditate. Because yeah. I, I had a lot of postpartum anxiety, which... it's to be expected because it was in the very beginning. So like immediately we brought him home and I'm like, thinking of all these things that are going to happen. And I'm like, my husband's like, you need to go meditate. And that would, for me, like that did not look like me sitting down with my crystals and my cards. That that was me going outside in the backyard and just sitting there and breathing sometimes on my own, sometimes with you, sometimes with someone else. And it was just really, but mainly you, come on. (laughs) But it was really like, I think that's when my practice, like, really came I don't know how to explain it it's just like I really needed that to be I need it to be the best mom that I can be because not only am I caring for myself but if I don't care for myself I can't take care of him right and he is the most important thing to me and I want to show up as a mom that's there that's patient that's kind that's caring which yeah I can do all those things but I'm much better when I do those things yeah when I meditate when I do skip, it's really not a cute look for me. Um, so I try not to. Yeah. It's hard. It's really hard to stay consistent. But I think the most important thing for you to ask yourself is like, why? 
Right. You know, like, oh, I should just sit down and meditate because I have to because everyone else is doing it. No, you because that's what's good for you. And like some days I feel like that. I'm like, I just need to do this because I have to do it. But I sit there and I close my eyes and I breathe and I'm like, it's like a mental mental yeah, nap as well. Really? And it's yeah. like a nice break from the world and like all the chatter that goes yeah. on in my head 24-7 about like being a mom because it's hard. Yeah. Like, I, I get, I just, like, I know my son very well. Once you know your baby, you're good. But it's like, I'm not a scheduled person. And because I'm an Aquarius, so I'm very, like, free. And well. most of my houses, no. Most of my things are in Aquarius, like, okay. in my, in the chart. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. And Kat from Elemental said, she's like, I've never seen this That's before. That's amazing. That's why I love you so much. I love Aquarius energy. I love it. But I, I just think that it's important for you to hold on to your why. Yeah. And it eliminates a lot of the chatter in my head. Like I said, like, I'll go from like, okay, like, it's four hours in one minute. Does he need to eat? Should I wait 15 minutes? Like, what if he doesn't sleep two hours? What about, like, all these, like, things that go on in my head and the meditation really quiets that for for the time that I'm meditating yeah. and I really need that and it really sets us up after too like today I I I knew you were coming here at 10 30 to film I knew that I have those other things going on later and I just took a moment to ground myself in my meditation today and I said everything's gonna flow perfectly I am going to have more than enough time in the day I was actually ready in time with like five minutes to spare before you text me that you were here and it's just the intention that we set. So like with all those thoughts running through your head as a mom, as you just shared, you just kind of like take a moment with the universe and surrender it to the universe. Like, listen, you're going to help this flow. You're going to help guide me. Um, I also want to talk about like that energy boost that we get too. Like in those moments where you take a minute to just come to yourself, you're, you're releasing stress. You could see clearly. And you're also like activating that life force energy. And a lot of people in our society, you know, lean on the caffeine or the Adderall, whatever it may be. And we're actually able to trigger that life force energy within ourselves through the breath, which is so powerful. So tell us logistically, like, how do you meditate with a newborn baby? So I don't know if he's still a newborn. No, he's not. Okay. I'm sorry. He's I'm not in the baby world now. yet. Okay. Well, I didn't know that until recently. So I think it's like, only logistically, like how do you do that? So he usually takes like a two hour nap in the morning. So the second I put him down, I'll go and I'll do my workout and I'll do my meditation or I'll, I'll flip it. Um, but obviously there are times that he's woken up and he's joined me or he plays on the mat. I just... For me, it's like I just have to get down there and do it, whether he's awake or whether he's asleep. But I'm very lucky and grateful that he does have a very good sleep schedule and he sleeps so long in the morning because um, that really helps. Yeah. <laughs> but I do have to return to work in a couple weeks, so I'm very curious to see how this is all going to play out um, when that happens. Like, yeah. I'm going to be, like, not just a mom. Now I'm going to be a working mom. Right. And, you know, I found out recently like even the movement is just as important for me as totally. meditation just like move all that energy through and like how am I going to do those things when I go back to work because I'm not waking up at 4 30 in the morning anymore like I used to back when I was you know yeah. just married no babies just two pets you know um so I don't know I'm thinking of the quote that it's like <laughs> I'm gonna botch it but it's like if you're a busy person um, everyone should meditate for 20 minutes every day. But if you're a busy person, you should meditate for like 
40 minutes every day or whatever it is because you're going to need it even more. Even more. You're going to yeah. need it even more and you're going to find it whether it's like when you park your car yep. before you walk into the building. That's what I was doing when I was or... back in the fall. That's what I was doing. Um, I do it in my classroom with the kids. Sometimes I and put you on the smart why. board. Yeah, I have people but that do that. It's not as relaxing for me. I agree. <laughs> but I do have friends that put me up there on the smart board and they meditate with their kids yeah. um, in the classroom. And it's like however you could get it in. That's what my classroom is known as, like the calming meditation room. I don't know what it's like now because I'm not there. <laughs> But I love. We'll see what happens. When I, I love go that back. you brought that in and like ripple yeah. effect. Yeah, and everyone. I ha- remember Satan Nama. I had um, yes. my kids love that. I have a student who graduated. She's in high school now, but she still does it. I love. And that. she takes the iPad. There's like a little cartoon video, and I would I printed out the the image of the cartoon video, and we would put it on the door, and it said like "Do not disturb Satan Nama time." I love and everyone it. would just be like, what is that? What's going on? Yeah, really. And my principal was like, wow, that's really cool that she could. So now this girl, she would just go. She's like, I need Satan Nama time. And she'd take the iPad. She'd go to the table. And she, and you just see her with her fingers. And it that's was incredible. like, it was amazing. Kids are so open and available to this practice. Do you think you're going to teach on? Yes. Really? Yeah. I love that. I think it's really cool for him. He like watches me do yoga and he's like, my leg goes up and he's like, how did she just do that? Um, I think it's really cool for him to see those things because children learn by modeling and example. And like, I wish I had these things when I was younger. And I think it's like really important for men and boys too. I know it's not like very popular, but like, you know, how much better would the world be if everyone had a little meditation in them? It's so true. And like Sean's like a blank slate. Like he's like brand new to this world. Like he's experiencing everything for the first time. And like, he has just like so much light and joy. And like, I just don't ever want that to leave him, you know, because like we get older and we start to worry and, you know, like there's social situations in school. And I just think that if I can teach him these tools, he can use them and they'd be really beneficial to him. It's so true. It's going to be like interesting to see how he, how he like evolves in that way. Totally. Because my husband's not really a big meditator, but you know, I am. But so. I also love that he knows when you need it. Oh, it's he, so funny. He I knows before I know. time from people. They're like, my husband just told me to meditate, but I know their husbands don't. But he is open to what it, What did you, I forget, maybe the Sadarshan Kriya, was mm-hmm. it called, that we did with, about, with the fear? Yes. And I was like having, being a mother, you have a lot of fear-based thoughts and like, you don't, what did you said something if you're if you think about a scenario you have x amount of time yes you have about seven to 13 seconds before it turns into an emotion and then your body thinks it's actually happening yeah which i go down that road a lot and it's Mm -hmm. it's and that meditation really helps me and my husband knows about that meditation it's saved on my phone he's like you got to go do your fear-based meditation that Erica taught you because whatever you're doing right now is not working. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and whenever I have a fear-based thought, I'm like, oh, I got to go back and do that meditation. I love that. I, I love wish that. you had a video worth on it though. I will I, have to. I get Honestly, like, that's a really special, potent meditation yeah. and I will bring that to Evolve. It's one of the most powerful ones. And yes, I will definitely bring that because it's one of... Like I said, it's one of the most powerful ones. And it was very hard when I first started it. it and is. now... But then you get into a group. Yeah. And I think that's like an overall theme with Kundalini. At first, it is hard. It's uncomfortable because it's very so different. And what I've found is that in those moments where I'm uncomfortable on my mat, I find comfort through my breath. I find strength through my breath. And then I take that with me in life. So... 
people will say, like my mom will be like, how are you so calm right now? How are you so go with the flow? This would like trigger the crap out of you in the past. And I'm like, no, this is not like your whole perspective just completely changes after this practice. And I think like, obviously, if you're living, you always have your breath and like, yeah, you won't, you you know, you could leave the house, not always have your medication. You could not, you know, but your breath you always have. And so true. And like, I'm sure people are like, oh, your breath, like, no, no, it works. (laughs) You need to know it works. And I got like several people onto you in your practice and they're like, oh my God, like, how did I just, you can literally manifest anything and just ask the universe for help. I just ask out loud. Literally. And she, I asked her last March, I was like, we need to move. Please find us a new house. We need help. We need help. I went out walking later with my friend and then the realtor texts me that morning that afternoon she's like I have the perfect house for you and that's the house we live in now I believe in it so much because as there is such magic in surrendering Mm -hmm. which is so speaking it to the universe not just saying like I want blank it's like no believe that there's a greater power whether it's a universe whether it's God whether it's divine energy whether it's the law of attraction whatever it is magic I don't care what you call it when you start to believe that there's something greater and you speak to that and you just say like you say what you want and you you know that by saying it you're gonna get the help and assistance you need Mm -hmm. It just, it just starts to happen. It's, that was really crazy. I was like, please just help me. I need your help. And all of a sudden it happened. I was like, holy. Like, and this could be every area in life. Like yeah. I've done it with outfits. Yeah. I've done it with. I find like asking the universe out loud is, works a lot quicker for me than me like sitting down yes. and like. Because then I'm like, just what speak. should I ask for? What do I need to manifest next? Yeah, I'm like, just I don't know. Simple, easy. In that moment, just say what it is you need. Or if there's like weird energy between you and another person or something that's unresolved or like I said something as silly or little as like an outfit or a product that you need like sometimes I'm I'm like not a researcher at all I get very overwhelmed Mm -hmm. with like looking at all the different options and then purchasing and I'll just say universe like deliver me what I need and then I'll get an ad or I'll get Whatever Maybe it is I that I need. I teach my husband that because he's so indecisive that it... He's a Libra too, right? Yes. Yeah. And he ends up not... Yeah. Per- nothing is purchased because Literally. he reads the reviews and, and I'm like, can we just pick this? I don't even it? get to the reviews because I'm overwhelmed no, me already. Either. That's why I like don't online shop. That's why I need a lot of clothes. <laughs> I just like know what I want when I see it. And I've always been that way. So yeah. I think that is like... I'm very decisive in that sense. But this practice really works. We should try. I'm so grateful for you. (laughs) Are there any like last thoughts that you want to leave with whether like it's a new mother who's trying to develop her meditation practice or just anyone that has trouble with consistency? Is there any last final thought you'd like to share? My, this has nothing, well, kind of has something to do with it. But if you're trying to get pregnant, surrender. I don't know how I did it. You will just do it. Other people have done it. You just need to do it. I cannot explain to you how. I feel like surrender is the hardest thing to explain. It's a very hard thing. It really is. Just Um, trusting. But if any new moms are looking, you know, to get into their practice more and like be more consistent, it's just like the second you put that baby down to take a nap, even if you do it like by the crib, just drop, sit down on the floor, even if it's like two minutes, one minute, and then over time... You know, like this guy wasn't only sleeping two hours in the morning. Like it took a while to get there. And there was a while that it didn't look so pretty, but I still did it. And meditation isn't about like doing it when everything's going in your favor or when everything's going wrong. It's about doing it every day or 
as much as you need to, as many, you know, as many times a day as you need to, to get back to yourself, to just know, like, if I don't do this, I'm not, I'm not going to show up as my best self. Yeah. And we don't always have time. We can't always do it, but you can squeeze it in somehow. Yeah. Somehow, someone. Yeah. It doesn't have to look pretty either. Right. I mean, it looks pretty from what you see, but you don't see I'm like covered in spit up and applesauce and, you know, but it works and it like you, I really need it. Yeah. And I think like everyone can benefit from it. Like even my kids in my classroom, like they have autism, down syndrome, and they benefit from so much. Yeah. And they look forward to it. Like, can we do meditation? And you have to make it like fun for yourself too. You can't, you know, buy some crystals, get some oils. The cards are fun. Yeah. Maybe like. Make it special. Yeah. Romanticize it. it Yeah. Yeah. Because if you don't take care of you, how are you going to take care of your kids or your spouse or, you know, anyone? So true. Your family. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks. I'm so grateful. I feel for really cool light. being on here today. <laughs> You're so cute. I'm so grateful for all the the ripple effects that you've created in so many ways. You're such a special person. I'm Thank so you. grateful to have you as a friend. I'm so grateful for you and that our paths cross. Me too. I wish I said hi and baked by the ocean that day, but you know. Here we are now. But see, we're exactly. always, no matter what, you're going to exactly. be aligned with who you were meant to. Thank you guys so much for joining. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Let us know, repost and share to any moms or just anyone who could use any of the messages that Kelly, Kelly shared so much wisdom today so thank you so much for being here and we'll end with the long time sun perfect may the long time sun sun shine upon you you. may May all love surround you and may the pure light within you guide your way on thank you thank you